0: So, what the Gemara continues to learn from the pasuk that the Gemara quoted Omed Aleph that it says layakum So, from the fact that the Torah says layakum Aid without the word echad, if the Torah would have just said layakum eid by definition is a singular language. Don't I know that it, it means one? So, why does the Posseg have to teach us? Uh, why does the Posseg So, Zebanov, so the Torah here was actually trying to build this as the father of all other places, meaning that we should learn from this in all other places. That call Mokim Shinemar Eid. If the Torah just says the word aid, even though it's a singular Lashon, Shnaim, you're actually talking about two, where it doesn't mean one. Until the Possum details you one. That's why the Torah writes here to know that aid actually doesn't mean uh, one. Eid means two. Eid means the testimony, a testimony which takes two, so there's two witnesses. And therefore, uh, the Torah has to write their eight echad. That only over there, when it says echad beferish, it means one. But otherwise, it means two. Okay, so now we know that eight means two. So we're going back to our pasuk. So when our pasuk says v'aid ein ba, that there is not an eight, what the pasuk is telling us, therefore there is no two aid. today's less that there is no two witnesses. Elochad. But only one witness testifying that she became Tomei. And then the PASIC says, and it was a situation that she was not coerced, which means we accept the fact that they're saying, and they're saying that she was not coerced in that relationship. And then we say, Asura, then that she will be, that will prohibit her to her husband. So we see clearly that the testimony. Of Eid Einba, notwithstanding that even though there's no two witnesses, but there's one witness that testifies. The Torah says she and she they they testify that she wasn't coerced and that she did it willingly. So then he is believed. So this is the source that the brayse brings for from the Torah that one witness is believed to testify after the husband warned her not to go into seclusion. And then she went into seclusion. And then we have one witness testifying that she uh, committed the tumah and she wasn't forced, so then she would be prohibited to the husband and to the bayal and she'd go out without a kisuba. But the Gemara is now surprised at why we needed to come on to teach us the meaning of this verse that aid, aid aimba means that there's no tuba, there's one from the fact that there is another posik. but in our verse itself, it doesn't make sense, the Gemara is going to ask. The whole reason that you know how to translate our posik that "aid" means two, that there's no two but one. Is because you have the pasuk of Le'ochomidechad be'ish, which teaches you what it means by us that aid means to hochi, hava But if not so, if we didn't have that pasuk, then you might have said you would have said that eight the seytechatu chadu. That what does the pasuk mean here? Aid means really one. How could you possibly say that in our verse if the pasuk is saying aid imboi leko if You're going to say that there is not even one, that there's not even one witness testifying because you're going to say. Let's say you don't have the Pusik. So you want to learn aid means one witness. And the aid ain't saying ain that there's no witnesses. So how could... So what makes her usr then? Why? Because the Pusik saying she wasn't coerced. You don't even know that she did anything, whether she was coerced or not coerced. She, she hadn't done anything because there's nobody testifying against her. So why are you talking about whether she's cursed or not? How are you going to make her usur? Now, the Gemara now is going to, for a moment, uh, try to learn, in a way, that the Pasik isn't actually saying that this woman is Asur. The Gemara is is ignoring the fact, for a moment, that it says in the Pasik, uh, which was the source that told us the whole time that we're talking about Isur. But now the Gemara is for a minute going to ignore that part of the Pesach. And the Gemara is trying to explain the Braise, why the Braise needed to bring a verse from elsewhere and couldn't learn it from here. Because the Gemara says, perhaps we could have learned here the meaning of aid means actually one witness. But not like we were learning the whole time that this verse is trying to tell us that she is Tomei. Now, we're going to have to figure out the healing is possible. The Gemara is going to figure out at the end how we're going to figure that out. But right now, we're just ignoring the words healing is possible. We're trying to understand just the words that says, Eid Einba. If we should say, Eid Einba, the Gemara says that no, and she's asur. How could she be asur even though there's there's not even one Eid? And the Gemara is saying, no, Eid Einba doesn't mean... That there isn't one aid here, that there's nobody testifying, not even one this we would still learn aid means one because we don't have the pasik of eid Echashish. We're assuming that without that pasik. So we would say aid means one because singular means one. Are ah, you saying how she's become usher? The answer is actually our Posik is talking, not telling us that there is no Aidis over there, but it's telling you that Aid means a namanba. Uh, the Gemara says, Sakadat We're tra- changing the meaning of the verse that the eight aimba means that one wit and one witness would not be uh be believed. Uh so the Torah is basically saying to us that she's Tomei, but eight Ainba, since there's only one, aimba means it's not in her, means she's not believed. That one eight is not believed to testify that she's tummy, and the Pasek is coming tell us that she's not Tommy that she's not tummy. that not believed without having the extra posik from the ish. without having that we would say this is the meaning of aid but the Gemara says but then why if that would really mean the posik why would we need a posik to tell us that one witness is not believed. One witness is never believed to testify against a woman to subjugate her to whatever. In this case, to make her divorce her husband without taksuba, like, and the, you know, the, the the believability is not for an native, because the whole Torah we know you need two witnesses. Why would? How could you say that the Torah means over here that one is not believed? Uh, uh, the Gemara is asking in a in a he, the Gemara is asking a question. The Gemara says, "Ain, He's not believed. well my boy. So what do you need? So you say one witness is not believed to say that she was tummy. So how much do you need to tell us that she was tummy? Adikatrei. You need until there is two. There must be two. The question is, "Lish So why do we need a pasuk to tell us that one witness believe believed? The pasuk should not say anything. Shouldn't say "Ain ba," not believed. That we don't believe. The daver daver because we have. Uh, we learn out the word Dover Dover, which is written both by uh, with regards to an Erva's Dover in Dvorim chavdala the is motsub Ervas Dover. By moment it says a making make Dover in Dvarim Yuta. So we learn out the Shov and Dover Dover. And call And we know that this is just like all testimonies of the Torah. Because the Torah says that whatever testimony we need for Mame, which is to Edom, we also need for the Dovr, the shava for Arayis, for uh, Dovr Sheberva. This is a case of Arayis. They're coming to say that this woman had a relationship. She was tome with this individual. So therefore, it would require two witnesses. And we don't need a Pesach of Ed, Ed, but that one witness is not believed. But you need two. And the Gemara says, no, that's not true. We could have said that we need a special Pasek to tell us that one witness is not believed because this is not a regular testimony of a one witness because this is coming already after the husband has warned her not to go into seclusion. She did go into seclusion. And now we have a testimony, even though it's one witness, maybe we would believe it, because Salg Yitzrich, we do need this Pasik, the Gemara says, to teach us, because to because it would enter our mind to say that Saitach Shiny that the din of a is different than Aglaim Ludover, because there is sort of feet to this matter. I mean, there is uh, assumption, because it makes sense in this case. since he was Mekane her, he warned her, and she didn't listen, and she goes, and she goes to seclusion, so maybe now you have one witness testifying that she is Tomelis HaMemba, Eid Echot, let one witness be believed, so the Torah needs to tell us the special prohibition, Eid Aid Eid so the Torah is actually not telling her, Gilded Torah, Torah is telling us here, that one witness is not believed. But the Gemara says we can't learn so. How could you possibly say that the meaning is here? The chlal, that the Pasek is telling ain means he's not believed. And therefore that means Shari, that she's permissible. And in you know, other words, that we can't take his testimony. She can't go back or live with her husband or, or it seems like uh, um I'm not believed to totally make her into a, into a non-saita, but she remains a saita. But we're trying to say he's not Nemanbo but to convict her to say for sure that she's become tummy to the extent that she'll have to leave the husband of ksuba. How could you say that what he's saying over here is that he's not believed that she's permitted? From but the Torah says that Gemara is going back. But look at the end of the pasuk; it says is pasah meklal So we must be talking about uh, that we're trying to answer her, not trying to permit her. So you cannot translate the word Aid that is not believed. You must translate, like we said before, Eid Einbo, that there is not that one, no two, but one is believed. One is going back and saying we cannot really say that Eid means Eid Nehmanbo, because is possible Miklal Since she wasn't forced, then she must be that, we're saying that she's Osir. And in that case, we have to, so we have to say that the Eid means Shnaim, and there's no two, and the one is believed. And we don't need the posik from the Braise of Eid and Loyoko Meidechot Be'ish to teach us that Eid means nine. And the Gemara says no, it's trich. We still need the posse. Uh We need the posik from. The Braise needs to bring down the posik of Loyoko Meidechot Be'ish uh, to teach us what the meaning of Eid over here is. Had it not been for that posik, we would staka tell that Eid, Ein ba means Ein neman ba. Salka dait Ein neman ba. He staka not believed. And the person the verse has to be read as follows. The ain't is he's talking about of believed one. To tell to make her tommy. and that she'd have to leave the husband, that she should lose the status of a sight, is not believed. Adikatrei. So you need two. And when the pastor says, Vihilay is posu, betray nami, and by two, even by two, even if we have two witnesses that testify clearly that she was tommy, also she won't have to leave the husband but is so the condition is not on the one the one is not believed but that she wasn't forced and that's why in that case and then then everything fits in the possibility and therefore eight means a there has to be two and uh, eight means really one, and, uh, and, and even if there's two, she has to be uh, willingly in order but not if she was cursed but that's why that's why the bride comes down and brings down the Pasik of so there we know that eight means actually two so therefore what does it mean that eight means you can't say two are not believed, of course two are believed, two are always believed so, hey, the means two are not there, but there is one. The third is trying to tell us that one will be believed. And this is actually a unique case that one Adis is believed to testify about the Tumah because it comes after the kinui, after the husband's warning. And she went into seclusion, and therefore one witness to tell us that she became Tumai would be believed, and she would have to leave the husband, and she won't get the kisuba, and she would be prepared in Tumah, and asura lebal leboil as a Tumah of Adois, as if we had two witnesses testifying that she was Tumai, she's also and all these things. I in the Mishnah, Rabbi Yeshua, even Makana Rabbi Yeshua says that he warns her um, by two witnesses. He warns her by time of Rabbi Yeshua. What is the reason of Yeshua that he needs two witnesses on both? On the warning and on the seclusion. The want answers on the Quran, because the Apostle says, uh, there was no two witnesses at the Tuma. The Gemara learned from this Pasik two witnesses are not there for the Tuma and one witness is believed to say that she is um, That Even though there is no two witnesses even though no two witnesses is still believed one witness is believed. So the Yeshua sure, learns out that it says Bo, that it's Bo is coming to testify uh that only for her to testify that she became Tomei, a eh, one would, would one witness would be believed. But be but not to warning. And also Bo would be believed if to uh, uh, uh to testify that she was Tomei, but Vlay stira and not for the hiding, but for both, for the kinu and the stira for the warning and for the seclusion, you need two witnesses just like all other testimonies of the Torah the one explains for Rabbi Lazar, and Rabbi Lazar who holds that with regards to seclusion one witness is enough, Aymer he says that we only learn baa uh, v'illahi for Tuma he is believed but not for tumma, but only for the tumor but not for the warning so maybe ba is coming to say only for tumor but not for the seclusion we should have two witnesses that she went into seclusion and the Gemara ah, answers because the, setira, the seclusion has been equated to the uh, Tuma, to the relationship the Xiv Vinistra Vinitma. So Vinistra and Vinitma come together. The Torah brought the still together. So we learn from this heckish from the togetherness and the comparison that just with like with regard to Tuma. One witness helps also with regards to the seclusion, one witness to testify that she was secluded, that helps. But the Gemara asks, "Kinu nami is kash But kinu was also equated to tumah dixi because the pasuk says, "The es and he warned his wife, and she became tumah. So how come that by kinu, Rabbi Azir says she needs two wait when it should be the same din as by tumah, which is one aid is enough. Aid ain ba that two aid him but that one eight was is, is believed. So the Gemara says, ba. But the Torah had excluded, and said only ba, that only for the testimony of the actual uh, relationship it's sufficient one witnesses, one witness. But we exclude that for the warning you need two witnesses. So the Gemara says, iso. So why did you see fit? Because both Kinui and Stina were equated to Tuma so why does Rabbi Leder, uh choose to exclude from the ba, and to say that by warning you need two witnesses and to learn from the equation, from the Hekash of S'tira uh, that one witness is believed for seclusion and not the opposite what else is it makes sense that S'tira Adifa, the seclusion is more uh... Better to be more strict on her because, and and, and so that we don't need two witnesses. She came, because the seclusion prohibits her, even though it's not sure by Miss Suffolk as if she was definitely had a relationship, because she can't live with her husband. So the Gemara asks On the contrary, kinui odif. You, know, you should be the uh, better one, the more stringent one, uh, to uh, be more stringent so that you shouldn't need two witnesses. Why? Shekane Ikar Because that is the warning, is the cause for the whole prohibition in the first place. Because without the warning, she would not be a uh, problem with her seclusion. And the Gemara answers, no, it is better to be more stringent on this seclusion because love if without uh, going into seclusion, just because the husband wanders her, she does not uh, become also. she does become a sita. So the Gemara says vi love kinu, but on the other hand had the husband not warned her my ahane. So what does going into seclusion help? Just going into seclusion also doesn't prohibit her without first being warned. So why is it better to be more stringent on the seclusion more than the warning, than the The Nikmara answers, adifa. Still, it is better to uh, say and be more stringent with regards to the syriah, with regard to seclusion because the aschaltah, the tumahih because the seclusion is the beginning of the impurity, the beginning of the relationship we learned in our Mishnah that according to the opinion of Rabbi Lazar kinu is done in front of two adam and the seclusion in front of one witness or even in front of the husband himself and the Gemara says, Masnisin that our Mishnah is the loki high does not follow this Tana of the Braiser that we're quoting. The Tanya we learned in the Braiser, Rabbi Yehissim, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says in the name of Rabbi a one who warns his wife. And this is also said in the name of Rabbi Lanzar, the same, same tanner of our Mishnah so there it says one who warns his wife is he warns her by one aidist, in other words we need one aidist to come and tell us that the husband warned her or by himself he says that he warned us but the uh to give her the uh, soita for her to become a soita, you would need two witnesses to say that she came, went into seclusion with her with this person, and this is the opposite from what we learned in our mission in the name of Rabbi Lazarus. The Braisik continues. So Rabbi Chaim responded to the words Rabbi Yehuda. If we shall say that the warning in front of one witness or by himself then there is no end to this matter because every husband will come and he will say that he warned his wife so the Gemara says, my time Rabbi Rabbi what is the reason of Rabbi and Rabbi Yehuda in Rabbi Lazar's opinion that he brought down that for uh, warning one witness is enough and for hiding, for seclusion we need two witnesses and the Gemara says Amar because the pasuk says Ba, and we exclude Ba on um, the Tuma is believed one witness, but Veloibistiru, but not for seclusion. Frag the Gemara Ve'Emo and say Ba Veloibikinui, say only for Tuma, but not for warning. So why does for warning help one witness? Uh, the Gemara answers, Kinoi iskash lituma. Because Kinoi was equated to Tuma see because the Pasik says, Vikin es ishte vihinitma. He warned his wife, and she became Tuma. And just like with regards to Tuma, one aid this helps. Also with regards to warning, one aid this helps. So the Gemara asks, Tiranami navi iskash lituma. But seclusion was also equated to Tuma The vin ishtara So we see that she that also is equated to Tumah. The Gemara says, how that POSIK that's just giving you how long she has to be in seclusion in order to become a Saita so is that it takes the time what it takes to have the relationship so this is what we learned from there learned in the number says so they said there's no end to it, one like says my new what does it mean that his words, there's no end to it. And the Gemara says, the Zimland, the Liconi, Because sometimes the husband did not warn his wife, and when he gets angry, he'll say that he uh, that he warned her, and he will be believed because we are saying it's a piyazme. But the Gemara says, Holy So it's mashma from the words of the Chacham that they asked that, according to the view of our Mishnah and Narabi opinion that he's believed on this Tira and not on the kinui, then there is no problem, Eiladav But in our Mishnah, the same problem is, Zimnan Diloy is tatar, is tatar. Sometimes she had not gone into seclusion, and when he's angry, he's going to say that she went into seclusion. He'll be believed. So if so, also on the view of Rav Loza, the way it's brought down in the Mishnah, the Chachamim should ask Eiladav That there's no end to it. the one answer is, be Rabbi but and Rabbi that even according to Rabbi Yehuda, there is no end to the matter. In other words, that the Chachamim's answer is actually a response is also to the view of Rabbi and the Mishnah. But what does say Loshen? The Gemara asks, even according to words of Rabbi Yudha, it's mashma from this veloi mibayi the <laughs> Mishnah In other words, on Rabbi Lezer in our Mishnah, it's obvious that you can ask so, and they said that even according to the of Rabbi Yehuda, we can respond, we can challenge it that way, I don't it makes sense the opposite way, the Mishnah say no, you can, our Mishnah there is a basis, in other words, they have, there's some reason, because there's something going on of here, because he was uh, warned there in front of witnesses, and therefore, it makes sense to believe him, but Hashem, according to Rab, according Rabbi Yisus and Rabbi Lezer, like Iker. according there is no basis. He doesn't have to warn him for an him at all. So, according to his view, there is more sense to the response of the chachamim that were afraid that because he'll get angry, he'll say that he was mekane, but we never had a basis for that. So, so the words were written. So it doesn't make sense to say af. the What we have to say the bischof but Rabbi Yehesi, Rabbi Echon, the divrei Rabbi Yehesi, but according to the words of Rabbi Yehesi and Rabbi Yehuda, af the mishnah uh, saynu, ein the davar soif. Also for our mishnah in the davar soif. In other words, the main response of the Chachamim is on the view of Rabbi Yehuda, the Revise of Rabbi Yehuda, in Rabbi Loza. And they were Mahadesh, but also that in our Mishnah, there is a response, there is a challenge to the view of Rabbi Lozah. Nowadays, a person shouldn't say to his wife, uh, nowadays meaning when there's nobody's amikdash, so we can't do the Saita waters, like Satri Bahadip Don't go into seclusion with this person and even you know amongst themselves without witnesses shouldn't say so to his wife because Dilma maybe that loch is like a breach for B'Rabi the Omar who says in the name of Rabbi Lazar that Ki Nui Alpi Umis Tatra and the woman will be in seclusion with that person in front of two witnesses then they have a dinner of a Saitah. And nowadays we don't have Saitah water to check her. Because And he's going to prohibit her upon himself uh, eternal isur. So therefore a husband should not warn his wife. And, and nowadays so she will not become a saita to become prohibited upon him. Lokish says in uh, Mal What is the language of Kinu? Why do we call the uh, warning of the husband to his wife? Why do we call it Kinu? Because it is Dovara Matil, be That is something which causes a uh, Kinu, an anger. Uh, kinu comes along with anger between her and others. Alma, we see, Kasavar, that he holds, Rish Lakish, that Kinui alpi atzmai, that Kinui is done by himself, he doesn't have to do it in front of witnesses, and the people don't know that he Amri And they will say, Why is this woman distancing himself from men? And they will come to anger and fighting with her. Rab the son of Rab Shalemya in the name of Baises, that is called Kinu because Matil Beno. It is something that brings to an anger and fight the husband with her because he suspects her. Almo Kosovar. So we see that he holds like our Mishnah that Kinuy Al that the kinu is done by two witnesses in the Mela so people know that uh, he had warned her and they will not become upset with her. It is only he is going to make with her a fight and he's going to be the cause for the fight between him and his wife.